Welcome. You're listening to the Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. Join our epic pro staff around the Sonic Campfire for stories and adventures from our eastern mountains to the Chesapeake Salt. Let our highs and lows inspire you to take to the outdoors. Hey guys, you're listening to the Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. I'm Will. I'm Catfish. I'm Steve. And we are on a pier. Um, we're out in the Chesapeake, and uh, we wanted to do something kind of different today. We're going to talk a little bit more technical than normal, so if you don't get into that, uh, you know, turn this off and go listen to uh, the Bad Boy of Podcasting, Stevie Miser. Yeah, listen podcast. to that one. That's the day. Rewind an episode and listen yeah. to it twice. <laughs> or uh, Basically Kyle, that's a nice one too. Basically all things Kyle. Or if you wanted to get to know Phil, what's... Phil is uh, um, we're, we're, my, ru- my Rust Belt. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen my <laughs> Rust Belt? Have you seen my Rust Belt? And General Hang. Yeah, so... That's the other one. Anyways. But, so we're going to get a little bit more technical. We're trying to keep it light at the same time. That's going to be... Like we do, but... Pretty yeah. easy for us, yeah. To keep it to light? keep it light. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. It's, we're going to struggle getting technical here. Well, I tell you what, it's a nice day out here. You guys beautiful. might pick up a little bit of wind in the background, but we're actually on the old Route 50 bridge in Cambridge, Maryland. And we do have rods in the water, so if you hear one of us jump up and run away, it's, uh, you know, we might get a, a take on one of these rods. We have uh, multiple, we have live bait, cut bait. We've got a kneel out. Uh, there are stripers down here, and um, we had a bluefish take a take a bait in half this morning. Yeah. How much? First of all, like, how much did you pay this morning, or did we pay this morning for bait? Uh, Ninety-one dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I did get some sinkers too. Oh. Uh, but yeah. So what did we get? We got. I got a Christmas ornament. You got a Christmas ornament. <laughs> a little blue crab Christmas ornament. Yeah. <laughs> we got chicken necks to do some crabbing. That's about the norm, though. I mean, last time we came down between the two of us, yeah. we easily spent hundred bucks. Yeah. You, I don't get down here that often, and you don't know what what the fish are going to want that day. So I sure don't want to get down here and not be prepared. Yeah. And there's four of us, so it's not like you can get away with. You know, one bag of bloodworms for fishing all day. So, yeah, so we bloodworm, shrimp, uh, bunker, spot, spot, frozen spot, shrimp, uh, shrimp, couple live eels. Yeah, they were, they were pretty fun to, to bring out of the, uh, uh, the anglers cool. this morning. Yeah. They're all yeah. squirming around the bag, yeah. just poking them in the head through the bag. They don't like that much when you when you do that. These bloodworms too, like they they seem to be smaller than the bloodworms you had we last didn't, time. Yeah, the, we didn't get the jumbo bloodworms. Okay, the, the, the real. So there's a difference. There's yeah. a difference. Yeah, the jumbo bloodworms are big enough. I mean, hell, for they seem like they can swallow your pinky finger if they let loose. Yeah, some of them. Do they attach to you? Because they go after you. Absolutely. Like they have that, teeth. I, the there's like were, a head on them. Though. Yeah, I saw. It was like mm-hmm. four or five hooks. Four little. Or, yeah. They shoot out and grab a Black hold of them. looking hooks. It's like yeah. two vampires biting you at once. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, they're coming after me for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so we're over the Chalk Tank little River. Blood, bloodworm hooks <laughs> hearts. <laughs> we're, we're, we're drowning bloodworms on the Chalk Tank. <laughs> we did pretty good this morning. We caught a, what did we catch? A bunch of little white perch. Yeah, a lot of white well, perch. The, yeah, yeah. they didn't. Tell us at the bait shop that the uh, blood or the oh my gosh I got blood running on the brain that the white perch run was 
today. It's big. Yeah. It's big. Well, we caught a couple nice channel cats. Mm-hmm. Healthy-looking channel cats. Yeah, they would have been a good eating size, too, mm-hmm. if we ate them. I had Four a sh- so far. Four? Kyle has three. I have one. Yeah. I caught a... Uh, Mine was the biggest. I didn't catch. I had a striper take a live white perch this morning. That was a nice fish. It was a nice fish. He almost pulled my eight-foot rod in the water up over the top of the banister there. We it? were two seconds away from going live there. Yeah. <laughs> Another heartbreaker. I swear we would have went live. Picked it up, and he was gone. Yep. Rod's bouncing all over the place like a Mexican jumping bean and then gone. I hate to be like this, but I'm going to. I set the hook on that last catfish for Kyle. He and did? I let him reel it in. Yeah. He was sleeping. Yeah. He was, yeah, that's my, my brother-in-law, Kyle, not uh, not, our, not R2 Kyle. Not R2 Kyle. He's still he, big Kyle. He, he, he's a big yeah, he's been falling. He, every time he's fallen asleep, he's had a nice catfish on. So I guess that kind of counts half for you. Yeah, so I you mean, have one and a half. And I did the hard part. You did. Set. It was a circle hook, though, so I think it may have been. No, no, I mean, you said it. You did a great job. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's my. This is my first time down here doing this kind of fishing, and, and it's, um, I don't know how much you guys know, but this is like Stevie's tree stand. This is his. Um, this is Stevie's world. Yeah, like yeah. this is his. Uh, you know, Nordstroms. This is my Nordstroms. Yeah, this is a. Yeah. Old Route 50 tree, Stevie's tree <laughs> Yeah, this is Check it out. Stevie's ground blind. This is his happy, happy place. Yeah. yeah and I, and I'm, I've never been here, and I'm really glad that I, I, I got to come down and share this. It, it's really hit or miss here. Today's kind of miss, um, but yeah. uh, it's still, we still, still have a fish. We're still I have caught fun. a ton of fish. I, ton I, of I don't fish. know how, maybe you're used to a. a Larger fish or, or a volume of fish like we've we're we haven't stopped catching fish. No. I, I don't know what your problem is. It's a, it's a perfect day. The breeze is nice because the sun's out. Yeah, thank and, goodness uh, for this outhouse, or you wouldn't be able to. Yeah, no, our windbreak. Well, I wasn't going to bring it up, but so <laughs> well, since you bring it up, can why don't we, why don't you tell our listeners what uh <laughs> what our seats consist of with sitting? Here? <laughs> well, you and I are sitting on the the ground of the cigarette butt and toad dead toad fish littered pier. Yep, and. Uh, Using an outhouse using for, a, an outhouse. for a backrest because <laughs> of the wind. Yeah, yeah. The things you do for a podcast. Yeah. You know, Steve, I we grew up in in the same town, but different worlds of fishing. Yep. So we, I, I can tell like the different knots and different techniques of setting up. Um, why don't we Why don't we touch base on some different ways that you can set your rigs up for down here when you're fishing off a high uh, bridge pier like this uh, in the Chesapeake. That's a good idea. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So I, I got, let's see. So right now in the water, I have, uh, uh, we have three rods in the water. Two of them have uh, fish finder rigs on them. Which for bass guys, that's basically a Carolina rig. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but it, instead of using an egg sinker, you use a, a, a sinker slide. Mm-hmm. And on that sinker slide, I got a pyramid weight. So the fish can take the, uh, the, the fish can kind of grab onto the hook there, take the bait, and doesn't feel the weight Correct. of the sinker all, all at once. And so, right is, yeah. and so a sinker slide is, guys, it's, uh, it's just a 
a tube that goes over your line so it can slide up and down and it actually has a swivel built into it so you clip your you clip your pyramid sinker right to right that to swivel and uh so your weight's technically not attached to your line it's right. kind of the line slides through it and so right. like steve said when the fish grab the bait and take off they they was, feel nothing was that a movie what's that the line slides through it the line slides through it that's Stevie's that new sounds, up and coming. That sounds so yeah. <laughs> the line slides so through in 50 Cambridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The line slides through. So it. I'm a lot like you. I use the same kind of technique because, you know, anytime you're fishing with cut bait or live bait, it's, you know, uh, I'm definitely a circle hook guy, yeah. you know, because uh, it kind of sets itself there. But it's definitely. Ooh, gotta it's, go. Stevie's got one on here. <laughs> Let's see what happens. So, um, as Stevie checks his rod here, I'm the same way, but I use what's called a no-roll sinker, and uh, the sinker itself actually has a slotted hole through it, so you can put your braid or your mono through it, and then you put a bead on underneath that and and tie a a swivel on and then some mono, or you just tie it right to the hook, and so when the the catfish, the striper, whatever the case may be, takes, uh, takes a bait, then it's pulling on the hook and can't feel the sinker itself. And a lot of times when a fish feels the weight of a sinker, uh, it'll let go or it just won't hook set. So Stevie's on his way back. It was a, wasn't a false alarm. It was a pretty good hit. But um, I don't he, think he got he, there in time. Nah, he, he didn't quite. We're just going to go ahead and bust on Steve. He yeah. didn't get there in time. I didn't. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, Maybe if you lost some weight, you'd be I, faster. Well, you know, I've been. Thinking about that. They asked him to run cross country in high school. As long, yeah. Back when you weighed 80 as opposed to 90 now? About 85, <laughs> I think. 85, yeah. 90. I, it, the sun is trying to come out. And I, I don't think want the fish it are going to turn on, though. I don't want it to. It's been such a nice day. Yeah, I like overcast fishing days. Yeah. So. So, so the rod I just got a hit on. Um, so I'm using 50 pound braid with a sinker slide mm-hmm. and attached to one end of that braid. A is, line runs through it. Uh, yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> At the end of the braid, a heavy-duty swivel. A barrel swivel? A barrel swivel. Just a barrel swivel. Yeah. Then attached to that swivel. Um, so the, the, the swivel's attached to the braid with a uh, Palomar knot. Mm-hmm. Attached to the other end of... The swivel is 50-pound Seaguar uh, Blue Label fluorocarbon, mm-hmm. maybe 18 inches of that. Attach that with a uh, improved clinch knot. Then at the other end of the fluorocarbon, <laughs> a 5-aught uh, circle hook. Normally, and I like to use the Gamakatsu octopus circle hooks, yeah. and that's attached with a Unisnell knot. Yeah. So there's like, I don't know, what is that? Three different knots. Three different knots. Two different kinds of line. Two different yeah. kinds of line, just for, you know. But just it works. To, it works. Yeah. It works. Yeah. And just I was, to throw cut bait out there. Yep. Yeah. And as we ran up there, I was telling the listeners that uh, Sutton is since you're back that I was using. I'm using no rule. I'm using a no-roll sinker, which is, you know, the, the line goes through the sinker instead of a... And then uh, I'm not using a leader, which can be really tough if you get a snag. Braid's extremely hard to break. Yeah. And uh, But fishing off a pier like this, I don't like to have mono or 
fluorocarbon snap. So, but when I'm fishing for catfish on the river, lots of guys use uh, leaders, and I did for years and years and years. Um, the braid cuts on the rocks, and these you know flatties go under. You just stuff and the line gets cut. But um, I'm 50-50. I mean, I've caught more fish either way. So Two different types of bottoms, too. Like, yeah. we just ran the deeper over... Uh, well, probably 30 yards that you walked 30 it. to 50, 30, yards 50 yards on both like sides. And uh, there's a couple weed beds, but it, there's very little structure. Yeah. And, and Some so, oyster beds. You know, to me, there's no need for a leader here. But it's really preference. Yeah. I mean, a lot of guys just don't... You know, I've broken braid off so many times, you know, catfishing that it's in, real in the rocks. Well, I mean, it happened to snap it when it's hung up. So yeah. I'll like a rocky bottom. Now here's the difference, though. If I'm fishing out of my kayak in moving water, I do use a leader because if you get braid hung up in a moving kayak and you can get in trouble quick, it'll actually turn the kayak over if it's in one of the rod holders. Oh, wow. You can't get it out. That'll break your heart every time. Oh, there it goes again. Better go, boy. But, hey, don't horse it this time. Ease up on it. He has a habit of horsing things. <laughs> you know. So what I'm looking at is Stevie up here on the old Route 50 bridge, which is a concrete road. I mean, it still has a double yellow line on it. The sun has come out now. Uh, and he's got this road. And my view is looking across to him, across the old Route 50 bridge, and I can actually see the new Route 50 bridge in the background of what I'm looking at. So it's actually a really gorgeous sight here today. And uh, Steve gets into these zens. Like, he zens out, and uh, he, I don't know, he's he's on it. Like, he, he, has, he has this down packed. Welcome back once again, Steve. What was it? I don't know. It was a blue Maybe crab. Maybe it's a crab. It was yeah. a blue crab. It was a big one, though. It was a big one. It was like a six-pound blue crab. <laughs> Female <laughs> with an attitude. <laughs> so there's just there's just two ways of you know that you could set up down here to fish off of the pier, but there's lots and lots of different setups, obviously. A lot of guys that, I mean, we, you can jig down here with bucktails, tie it right straight mm -hmm. to uh, any kind of line that you want, and... Um, you know, you just jig off the bottom with a bucktail and uh, a strip of fish or a piece of shrimp. Um, you know, a, a gulp mullet, swimming mullet works down here. Um, that, that pretty much catches everything in the, in the Chesapeake. From but um, mullets a fish. Yeah, yeah, little swimming gulpy mullet. Not a hairstyle. Yeah. No, well, it's both. But down here, we're talking about the fish. So, <laughs> and let's let's. We talked about different kinds of line. Let's talk about braid versus mono versus. Yeah. So braid is an extremely strong braided line that is, um, it feels more like rope than plastic. It and does. I guess that's how the best that I can describe what it feels like in your fingers is rope versus plastic. But, the, you know, the big difference between braid and mono and fluorocarbon is braid won't stretch. At all. At all. It is dead Solid. So actually, when I get hits on straight braid, my rod will bounce more. Like the, the hits show up. I don't know how to explain that, but they they seem there's just no stretch in the line. You know, we're casting. I don't know, 40, 50 yards, yeah. maybe more than that. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of line out there, and if if you're using mono, it it's going to stretch. You might not notice. 
a, a strike as much as if as if you were using it could be and it can it just a small edge on hook set i think yeah 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 absolutely with a stiff rod but i mean mono itself does stretch a little bit it disappears a little better in the water i believe um and uh uh, truthfully, if I'm throwing in the river for like smallmouth and stuff, mono is the only way to go. I mean, it's when you're constantly casting and constantly casting and constantly casting in and out all day. Braid can get real; it can get old real quick. Yeah. Um, it's just not the way to go. Unfortunately, um, with braid, if I am reeling in and there's super high tension on it, even though that it's stronger, if it clips the bridge, a pylon, a rock. I mean, it cuts like that. Yeah, that's it. it the, the other advantage, too, is, is how much thinner it is than mono. So I think the 50-pound braid I'm using now, mm-hmm. Power, Pro, Power Pro braid, yep. has a, uh, the same diameter as a 12-pound. You can fit uh, more mono. of it on that reel. Yeah, and you can. it really improves your casting distance. It sure does. Yeah, no, absolutely. So let's talk about the different style of rods we have out today. Um, and, and not just us, but I've, it's about a half a mile walk back to the truck. Anyhow. So as I'm walked back to the truck earlier to check on the kayaks that are in the truck and walking back, I have seen almost every rod on this pier from from Snoopy rods to a guy <laughs> down there that has a 12-foot surf rod out. Yeah. Um, with a, I mean, it, it looked like, oh, my gosh, it looked like a deep sea spinning reel which i've never really seen one this big but um and everything in between from the old push button close close faced um the difference in rods out here i mean i have a couple pen reels uh about i'd say probably medium of what pen makes about medium size uh, reels i forget what they actually are if i get up low whatever. i think those are are they, six or seven thousand. Are they six thousand? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then the rods I have are just little. They're just little seven foot rods, eight foot rods maybe. But they're eight um. Foot. That's all you really need for pier fishing. You don't need a big giant, you know. And if that's your preference, if you want to surf rod out here, if you want to cast further, that's great. But uh, a short little like boat rod out here works good too. Yeah, I mean, yeah I've got a seven stubby, foot but, boat rod out here now. Yeah, absolutely. What's uh, what do you got set up over here on all these rods? What are you running reel wise over here? I know that's a pen. Yeah, the uh, so there's a ten foot rod with a pen reel, uh, an eight foot rod, and a seven foot rod with Okuma uh, bait feeder reels. Yeah, and which are some of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. I, I oh, there we go again. Sorry guys. No, nope, go ahead. <laughs> so Stevie, I think, actually has them this time. He's got them. Stevie is hooked up, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, buddy. Same rod, too. Yeah, same rod. It's been bouncing. Finally took it. And uh, it looks like a pretty decent fish. You need the uh, the net, Stevie? Oh, stone horse it, bud. Holy mackerel. Stevie is reeling, cranking, and uh, he looks like he's in a bass yeah, he... tournament. He wants this thing out of the lily pads on the boat right now. <laughs> and uh, I, I can't believe Spot that he ain't going to slingshot this thing up onto the... Up onto the... Up onto the deck of the thank boat. Thank you. I was getting up and lost my lost my balance there. What's Stevie got on here? Let's look over the pier. Oh, it's a catfish. Nice channel cat. Another, another channel cat. You know what? The channel cats down here are extremely healthy looking. It's a really healthy, good looking channel cat. We're, we should have been having catfish fry here because <laughs> these are perfect size 
So reel down on it all the way and then pull it up. What Stevie's doing right now is bringing this fish way up over top of the bridge. And what you never want to do is actually grab a hold of the braid under super high tension with your bare hands. Because it'll actually cut through you like a knife. Because it cuts like a knife. Because it cuts like a knife. Here, bub. Oh, boy. Take your time. Help me out here. Stevie's having a rough time getting his headset on here, guys. So Stevie's actually got a Chesapeake Bay channel, which is blind in one eye. It's a little bit more windy and, out uh, here, that, too. And that happens. That happens yeah. to these cats a lot, especially when they group up in the wintertime and uh, in spawning. They get their eyes poked with the, the dorsal fins and the, the pectoral fins of other cats and, you know, whatnot. They might have been little and grabbed by another catfish whatever have you and uh that was on the pen fierce 8000 yeah that was uh yeah let's get a picture here bub so these may be what 20 inches something like that yeah it's a nice 24. channel 24 24 um, so i'm taking a picture what i don't want to do talk about pictures for a second is check your background when you're trying to take a decent picture and i had the outhouse in the background there for... let's go here i got you you get now it? you can hear the wind blowing now that we're yeah. not Get this guy. Clean that off there, would you? I don't want a dirty cat want, in the pick. I want to get old stink guy here. He's, old stink guy. he's giving me the stink guy. You can kind of hear catfish clicking away, doing a little 2D taxidermy. Capturing that moment. Oh, this one's too pretty to not get the stink guy. No, no matter how many times you see that rod bow down like that it's a bow down boy bow down boy it's exciting every time all right let's get this guy back so it's a small little chuck cat bugger back in there perfectly healthy fish ready to go back in after a little 2d taxidermy oh yeah uh, hold right on here. i got a black right here oh i don't know if that's me or him but i got yeah it must have been him Stevie got a little blood on his hand. Mm-hmm. All right. Like Beowulf. Back to the podcast room. I'm just going to leave that rod out of the water because... It's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. Wash my hands off here a little bit. All right. <laughs> so I don't even know where we left off. I think I was talking about what different rods yeah. you had. And yeah. As you can tell, guys, we're we're just having a fun fishing day. It's relaxing. You know, we we say we're going to get into some technical talk, and you know, it's not really. I don't even know what size reels I had. So, but just trying to give you, like, there's so many options to go fishing that it doesn't have to be tough decisions. You know what? I, I think people about pier fishing is intimidating. Like Will had said, this is the first time he's ever done it. it it's intimidating because it's not bobber fishing and you know with night crawlers and there's a lot of people you know maryland's a big state yeah uh, but there's barely anyone on this pier and it's probably i don't know three quarters of a mile long a maybe, mile long, maybe 15 like people and it's yeah. a saturday yeah it's a beautiful saturday there's not a lot of people here so uh it's it's surprising but I, what's some it, of the gear that you would want on here like we learned the hard way yeah. last time we were had uh, the nice stripers down in bay bridge area uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Pure net. <laughs> definitely a pure net. Um, you know, and they're 20 bucks or 25 bucks. Yeah. Um, you can get 
an eight foot pier combo rod at you know the Walmart for thirty bucks or forty bucks, something like that. Yep. And and, and you know it's got line on it already. That's how I started down. In fact, I started that on this very pier with a you know a thirty five dollar Walmart rod that got tore up after a couple pretty big rays. But um, yeah. But yeah, so you can start with that. You get a couple sinkers, you know. There, it's you know three or four bucks. Uh, I, I I would the other type of rig that if you're catching panfish down here is a double drop rig that that most people use. So you, I tie those myself. Don't like the ones that you buy in the store. I mean, sure. You can use explain them. explain to them what that is. So you, in case they don't know. Yeah. So you you end up with you end up with two hooks mm-hmm. uh, on a single line with a weight at the bottom. So the hooks are actually set perpendicular. So if the if the line is is, you know, completely vertical, the hooks then come off of that mm-hmm. that main line. And how far up from degrees. the sinker do they norm do you normally uh, tie yours? Uh, between uh, about 10 inches on the first one mm-hmm. and then maybe 15 inches on the second. So they're one. really not that far apart. No. And how much line do you let out perpendicular from the main line? Uh, six inches. About six inches. Yeah, yeah. at the most. Uh, more than that, and it'll uh, uh, you, you can get a lot of twist in sure. there. And most of your tackle shops down here, if uh, you know, if you're newer to fishing or you're not used to tying something like that up, they have them pre-made. Yeah. You know, and they have uh, they actually have really nice wire ones yep. um, that that a lot of people use. Off pulled of, a like, couple of those out of the bay here today. Yeah, I have a lost. couple in my pack, and they're normally used for like wreck fishing and uh, uh, out on. Out on the wrecks, and but you can you can come down here, and, you know, buy a rod, get some of those double drop rigs, get a couple weights, get a pack of hooks, you know, number two hooks, yep. uh, and and a bag of blood worms, and you could be catching fish for you know fifty bucks. And the yep. next time you come down, you, you you buy another pack of blood worms, and it's you know ten or twelve dollars. So sure. you can be catching fish right away with not a whole lot of. Not a yeah, just, and don't, don't yeah. let us don't let us spook you away from coming down here saying we spent a hundred dollars in bait. Stevie overdoes it, but like but yeah, anything you, that's you worth can, doing, you is can worth come down here doing. and get a, a thing of frozen clams or squid and and catch fish. Yeah, you know, grocery so. store shrimp. You know, yeah, exactly. just uncooked shrimp. You know, will will work. So yep. it, it's not. It doesn't have to be expensive you know, to to do it. You don't need to be an expert fisherman, that's for sure. Get yourself a couple of jig heads and some kind of uh, you know soft plastic baits. Like I said earlier, the gulp swimming mullets. And while you got some live bait or you know some cut bait, whatever's out in the water, just walk around and have fun and you know let it out till it hits the bottom. Let it drop. When it hits the bottom rail up about two turns and just sit there and have fun and, yeah. and bounce your rod tip real slow up and down, uh, you know, jig it underneath the pier, and uh, you have no clue what will hit down here. You can get anything. Multi-species, yep. Yeah, you could catch a Bengal tiger. Right I know a guy that caught a Bengal tiger underneath. Right under where we're at. Exactly. Oh, yep. my goodness. Yeah. Speckled yeah. belly Bengal. Yeah. yeah, I saw pictures. It happens. <laughs> now I'm getting a bite. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh-oh. Now I'm getting a double bite over there. We'll see what happens. And that's cut bait. That's a piece of cut uh, spot, actually. So uh, that's on that seven-foot rod. It's got a pen on it and uh, straight braid. So, so that's a little bit difference about fishing line. I mean, it's all preference on what you like. And tr- honest, truthfully, it all works. It's just don't don't pull a Phil Buckman R2 Buck, the blind shaman. 
I can keep going. He has 100 nicknames. He likes four-pound test for muskies. He loves it. Like, if, if he had a pet elephant and was tying that elephant up to pull a hay wagon, he would use four-pound test. Everything's four-pound test. Like, my dad makes fun of me. He says, every time I come to your house, you, everything that you say, Cabela's, Bass Pro, the flea market, everything's 20 minutes away when he asks. He's, so, how far away is that? 20 minutes. <laughs> Buck, Buckman's the same way. Like a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, he's the same way. 10 minutes. What kind of line should I use for that? Four-pound test. Four-pound test. It's, it's just, yep, he's the, stuck. The hard way, the yep. Buckman way. We need to brainwash him out of the four-pound test because it's a heartbreaker. <laughs> yeah. He's used to the crappy, you know, where he goes, it's not fishing. Yeah. It's catching. Well, he hasn't. He admitted he hadn't been fishing for a while, so he's a little rusty. I thought it was hilarious when I heard that back. <laughs> Stevie's like, horse that baby. And I, I, horse, he's horse. Real harder, that. real yeah. faster. Ziz. I listened to that, I don't know how many times, a dozen times maybe, and laugh every time about Phil's four-pound test. <laughs> but, no, so we, we're using, uh, like, like Catfish said, you know, it, it doesn't take a lot of money. It doesn't take a lot of time, a huge investment. Uh, get, go get a combo at, at a department store. But, in, you know, on the opposite end of the spectrum, it, it uh, you know, the boys and their toys. Like everything you else, you can get You could spend thousands consumed. of dollars. Yeah, I, there's yeah. one rod over here that looks like it's all carbon fibered up. It looks like a Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, we have, I, I don't know, probably $1,500 worth of rods here between the What's sitting here? The two of yeah, yeah. between and well, I don't. We don't need that, but no. I don't want to be replacing rods every year either. So yeah, I mean, uh, you the, there you can, you get what you pay for absolutely up in, in the fishing industry, and some stuff is a little overpriced. But and let's touch base on that. I mean, the rods themselves. There's so many rod companies in the world. You walk into any place that sells fishing equipment, Cabela's, Bass Pro, you know, you name it, Field and Stream. You, if you're not, if you're going in to look for a rod and you don't know much about fishing rods, it can be overwhelming. Yeah. And some of them, chance. you know, do you just pick one because it looks cool? And you know, from all the different brand makers out there, you can overpay for a rod that really isn't that great, or you know, you can buy something that's going to snap the first time out uh, if you get into a lunker. So, you know, and they're all made differently. You know, obviously one of the big wigs in the world one of the best selling fishing rods in the world is an ugly stick and they're just made differently they they're not they got a core inside of them that allow them to almost bend back to touch the tip to the butt of the rod without snapping isn't that amazing it's truly amazing and they're not very expensive no uh, as far as the rod world goes they're very inexpensive for what you get and if you buy an ugly stick and don't slam it in a car door you virtually could use that rod for the rest of your life and It'll catch everything. However, you know, there's pros and cons to everything. They're not quite as touchy if you're trying to finesse bass off the bottom of a lake and you don't quite feel everything with a, with a heavier, ugly stick-type rod if you want a thinner tip and, you know, a, a lighter weight rod. They're kind of a beefy rod, too, you know, um, and they sell everything from lightweight rods to surf rods, but... I have a bunch of ugly sticks. I grew up fishing with ugly sticks. Yeah. I'm a big fan of ugly sticks. Same. But um, at the same time, you can go out and get, uh, help me out here, Steve. I'm just throwing one out, a carrot stick. Yeah. You know, you can go out and get a, a St. Croix. You can go out and, and 
you can pay a couple hundred dollars for a fishing rod with no reel on it and you can feel the difference it's lighter weight it's more touchy you can feel the strikes better but really if you just want to come out here and have fun it would be my advice just as a, a beginner fisherman grab yourself an ugly stick and you know a decent reel like a pen pen's my favorite reel kuma's Akuma Bait Runner is an awesome setup. You yep. mentioned it earlier on your Akuma over here. I also have two bait runners down here. Stevie's got a couple, and they have a switch on the back of them. It's a lever. So after you cast, a lot like we were saying earlier, with something grabbing a hold, the, the, the fish grabs a hold of your bait and swims away, can't feel the weight of the sinker, the weight of it. These reels are also the same way. If you sit that rod there and you walk away, you have a good chance, like me this morning, that almost lost a rod to a striper pulling it up over close. the banister. And uh, with the bait runners, that really doesn't happen because you can flip the lever and it'll actually let the bail loose but not make a giant mess. Yeah, so it has two, two different drag systems, right? So you flip that, that bail up and it engages a, a lighter drag system. So when the fish takes the bait and runs with it, you can hear the reel zzzz, and you can go over and as soon as you start to reel, that clicks off and, and essentially sets the hook. Yep. 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 And so bait runners are nice. If you go out and get yourself a bait runner Akuma, they're nice. And, uh, and here's the big thing. We just want you all to come down, everybody to enjoy the outdoors. Come down here and pier fish. You can't go wrong. Even if you're not catching much, this is an awesome place just to hang out for the day. It's gorgeous down here. It sure is. It's And it's, you know, bring a couple buds, bring your girlfriends, bring a cooler out here. Do what Stevie does. Get yourself like an old red, you know, red, what are they called, red flyer wagon? Yeah, that's a, a garden uh, wagon I got from Home Depot and perfect. I see you retrofitted uh, it for pier yeah, fishing. Yeah, strap some uh, plastic fishing rod holders on the side of it so you can put all your rods in it and uh, throw your colors in it, your backpacks, and pull all your stuff out here and away you go. It's a long walk. You, you got to have something to. It is to drag it. When I go back, I'm taking it with me. So you got to carry all your stuff. <laughs> I might just ride in it on top of you all can. the backpacks. Yeah. yeah. Well, you sit in there and then we'll just pile stuff around you. Yeah. So a couple awesome. key elements to pier fishing, you know, obviously you can sit on a concrete pier or a wooden pier. A lot of times they have benches. Here they have a couple with roofs on them and some cut bait stations. There's a few outhouses, as we said. But bring yourself a folding chair. Make sure you bring enough water and stay hydrated because it can get hot out here. Here, it, it, there's no shade. There's no shade, you know, so bring yourself one of them little umbrellas or something if you really want to. If you're like me and you get burnt real quick or... You know, bring yourself a little radio and listen to a podcast. I could, you know, if you don't know of any, I could tell you about Recommend a couple of good ones. <laughs> One especially, maybe two. And, um, yeah, just come out and enjoy. I mean, it's get yourself any kind of rod, real setup, some cheap bait, some good friends. Yeah. It's, better, it's all about. better than sitting at home playing Nintendo, I guarantee you. Did you have a good time, Will? It's been I a while since it. you it were here. Stupid. Right? Since you peer, it's stupid. I could tell on your face. Grow up, will you? I could tell on your face <laughs> that you couldn't stand catching that catfish 20 yeah. feet up over no. the pier. You hated it. <laughs> no, this is great, man. I um, what what can I say? We got some crab pots out. And, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't take too much if uh, three or four of the R2 guys are getting together. I'm I'm gonna be one of them. So. Yeah. No question about that. I compare this to bobber fishing, as we say as a kid. Bobber fishing with a nightcrawler. 
this is like bobber fishing for adults. This is what we come do. Yeah. It's nice yeah. and relaxed yeah. and lackadaisical. And we just switched from bobbers and night crawlers to cut bait and sinkers. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And crab pots. We actually had some, a boat. Did I tell you a boat pulled up to me a little while ago? And uh, asked if we were getting any crabs and said no. And, and the guy said it's because the water's too salty. The se- I, the, I, saline, the saline level? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah salination? S- salinity. Well, maybe, salinity. The, yeah. maybe the cup. <laughs> I, I never heard. I, I don't know. I went crabbing in the ocean, I guess. But maybe please. the crabs didn't know. but Get a hold of us. If somebody understands. Yeah, what is this guy telling what, what us? What does that mean? I don't the know. Solidity I of honestly the water. Don't, don't know much at all about crabbing other than you drop a crab down in there and with a chicken hunk there. of chicken on it. Yeah. And not on Wednesdays. You can't do it on Wednesdays. But All right, guys. Well, guys, let's kick this pig. Let's kick it. Sorry. Yeah, but thanks again. We got uh, we get a little bit more technical than we normally do, and I, I think that there's some people out there that are asking for that. And uh, we still kind of keep it light, but uh, it's definitely not a normal show for us. But we are out and about. We are out in the in the elements here, and you can, as you can hear by the wind, and uh, just thanks for bearing with us in, the, in that, these conditions. But if you have questions about the fishing, pier fishing, or or outdoors in general, please uh, absolutely email us. And if you want. If you have a like fishing rods, reels, if you're interested in any kind of equipment, if you want a really, please let us know. You want a really technical, you know, show. We can definitely dissect a reel and tell yeah. you all about it sure. too. And we're we're not paid or sponsored by any of these companies and stuff like that. So no. it's just it's gear that we have and that we try. So you know, for the most part. Yeah. You know. We'll stuff, give you the best recommendation. Stuff we grew we, up using, yeah. We've had it all. And, uh, you know, we are we have our eye on the next level all the time. So, like I said, we'll give you the best recommendation possible. Get down here and get you some. <laughs> all, right. all right. Later. Peace. Later. Thanks for listening to the Rut and River Pursuits podcast. Follow the R2 Pro Staff by searching Wet and River Pursuits on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until the next episode, we need to see you in the outdoors.